0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, hello and welcome back to the Source of Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we take a couple of minutes out of our day to look into the Word of God. We are in 1 Peter chapter 4 if you're following along with us. And uh, we've been going through 1 Peter now for a couple of weeks, and last few days we've been walking through this idea of suffering or trials or battles. We've talked about the reality of suffering. We've talked about responding to suffering. Yesterday we talked about the mindset really of suffering, how to endure suffering when we understand as Christians that if we think suffering is something we should not experience, then uh, we have the wrong mindset. How do you have, the, excuse me, the right mindset? What do you do about it? So yesterday we talked about the idea of finding joy. Finding joy in God's working through these trials. Since trials are going to come and it's part of life in general, but as well part of the Christian life, then he said, how do we find joy in the midst of those things? So we see that in verses 12 and 13 that we dealt with yesterday. Now we're going to talk a little bit, he gives a, a bit of a distinction in this mindset. He told us at the end of these verses that when when the glory of God is revealed, we'll be joyful. That the reality of what happened, what was going on, our part of it, will all uh, will come to light. We will see the other side. Others will see the light, and we'll we'll be able to look back and see the reality of what happened, why it happened, and all that God was doing in the midst of it. But there are times when the suffering that we're enduring is not necessarily as a result of Jesus working in our heart. It's not what He's allowed or. Uh, we're not letting the suffering teach us. But specifically today, this suffering is deal, that what he's going to talk about is there are times when suffering comes, not because we're Christian, not because we're doing right, and uh, not because this is God's way of teaching and developing us. There is another reason, often while suffering comes into our life. We're going to see this described in the next two verses. So 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 14, it says this, If ye be approached, notice if, it's conditional here, if ye be approached for the name of Christ, Happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of the God rests upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. So let's let's talk about this if. If the reason you are enduring suffering, if you are being persecuted, if you are being lied about, mocked, or whatever term, whatever it is that's happening, if you're doing it because of Christ, then be happy because Christ's spirit rests upon you. You are doing it for you are being persecuted for that reason. Uh, God is working in your life; He's teaching you, and His His Spirit's on you, which means ultimately He's going to use this for your good. He's going to use this for His glory, and He's going to use this to uh, to continue to grow the kingdom of God. He tells us in Romans eight twenty eight: All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. So we know that what is working is for our good. So if the reason this is what we want to focus on, if the reason that we are in doing this. Is a result of God then thank the Lord for that we can see hope in that and the hope we'll see if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode that's where you would understand where that hope is found now here's the condition and some people think this. some people think that everything that comes in their life is is God bringing into doing something but I hope we catch that there are times and in some occasions many times because we are stubborn sinful people that that's not the case if in verse 14 but then he says five but But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Okay, so what is the other point here? Okay, now here's the point. If I suffer for the cause of Christ... Praise the Lord. Great. It's not easy. I don't like it. Paul told Timothy, endure suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. All those things are reality. It's part of what God's designed. We can grow. We can be strengthened and use of God in it. But if we suffer, now he gives us a whole list of things, and he starts with murder, okay? Yeah, you deserve to suffer if you murder. But then he moves down to the end of it, an evildoer or a busybody. So here he says, if you suffer because you're a murderer, or if you suffer because you're a thief, Or you suffer because you're an evildoer. We'd all say, well, that makes complete sense, right? Those things make sense. You've stolen something, you have a murderer, you're involved in evil. It just makes sense. You should go to jail, you should suffer. That's not God's fault, that's not you being a Christian. That's just the consequences of your actions, and that is what it is. Then he says, or a busybody, another man. So he moves from murderer down to gossip. That's your extent. Now, can I tell you that one of the reasons he gives us these four extremes, the evildoer, by the way, we look at evildoer is from the from the police point of view, if you were, you know, doing something to get you thrown in jail. An evildoer, which I remember, we're looking at the, the eyes of God. It's just sin. So understand this perspective. If I do something as bad as murder or something as what we might consider simple as gossip, then we're going to endure suffering and it's our fault. It's not a result of Jesus working in our heart it's our fault. Now here here is the principle uh, that I want to bring home. He's wrapped all up these four different things to give us a principle that we can hold on to. There are times in our life when the suffering that we are enduring is not because of Christ, it's not because we're a Christian, it's not because we're doing great. We're enduring suffering because of our own actions. Now we understand that the punishment for our sin has been dealt with. In Romans 6 it says the wages of sin is death, the punishment of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And Jesus paid that punishment on the cross. Now, The punishment of sin, the ultimate punishment, is death and hell. God has already dealt with that. He has already forgiven us. He's already paid the punishment. And if we accept him as our Savior, then we're given a home in heaven and and, and a life that can lead to fulfillment. Those things are true. This is not punishment for our sins. These are consequences for our actions. So if we are a murderer, you're going to go to jail. That's not suffering. That's sin. If you steal something, you should go to jail. It's not suffering for Jesus. It's, It's sin. If you gossip, and it comes back to bite you that people are nervous talking to you because you're a busybody and you're a gossip and people are like, I'm not going to tell them anything. I'm nervous being around them because they're gossiping to me about somebody, which means they're gossiping about me to someone else and and people stay away. That's on you. That's on us. That's on us making a decision. If I can't pay my bills because I won't go to work, that's on me, right? The Bible says, if a man does not work, he should not eat. If... We have to look back at certain things. I, I grew up, my dad used to tell me something that's very powerful and it's very true. We must do the first, must do the possible, God does the impossible. And in that possible, we must take time to evaluate that if the we, if what we are going through, is it because of decisions we've made? Is it God bringing things into our life to get our attention? Have we sinned? and God is trying to get us to recognize it, and therefore God is gonna bring, because God does bring chastisement. The punishment for our sin has been caused, but chastisement is still there. He says he chastens whom he loves in the book of Hebrews. So if, if we might be in doing, we might have sinned and we know it's happening, and we haven't gotten it right with God or the person we need to, and the result of that we are in doing. Oh, don't get me wrong, we can sit back and say, well, God loves me and I'm doing punishment, I'm doing suffering and glowing in God like, like we talked about yesterday. Or it might just be that you were there by your own actions. So this is where we have to really spend time with God. Search me and try me, David said. Know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Sitting down, because you, you know what's interesting when you go to 1 John, it says, if we confess our sins, the word confess means agree with God. We must first acknowledge that the action that we've committed is wrong in the eyes of God and agree with it it's not lord if i've ever done anything wrong well, that's too generic lord i was wrong that i said this i was wrong that i thought that i was wrong that i did this i was wrong that i treated that person like that or gossiped about them or lied about them or whatever it is lord i was wrong in this area and god is going to you say well what kind of suffering can i go through you know god's told us if we regard iniquity in our heart the lord will not hear us he he If you're going to live that way, you're going to endure suffering because you're not going to have God's answer to prayer because he's not listening to you right now. He can hear you, but he's not listening. These are some times. So he goes, if you're going to suffer, it's better to suffer because you're doing right and suffer because you've chosen to do wrong. And because this one, that's on you and you've got to go deal with it. Don't get me wrong. God will always forgive us, but that doesn't mean that the battles that we face, the, the damage we have done as a result of our decisions, God loves us, so forgive us, but we might live the rest of our lives as a result of that damage. If you let's go to one of the things he says here. If you get known as a gossip You are going to limit the people who are friends with you. You are going to limit those who will associate with you. And you're going to do that solely because you have a testimony or reputation of being a gossip. And if you're gossiping to me about someone else, I know you're going to gossip about me to someone else. It's it's a character thing I'm going to get nervous about. it. If you're a critic, I'm going to limit my time around you because I know you're going to criticize me. This is the thinking behind it. If I find out you've lied about me, I'm going to be nervous about these things. These are the things we have to evaluate. If you've committed crimes and evil, yeah, these things are going to come back to haunt us if i decide to go 100 miles an hour down street road i'm likely going to get a ticket if i may not hurt somebody any damage that is caused to me or to my car to people any consequences as a result of that action is on me and i may have to spend the rest of my life enduring whatever it is or at least pay the price of the ticket I hope you get the point of that now we could go through and list A million things that have their own reactions, cause and effect, things of that nature. I'm not going to do that today. That's the Holy Spirit that does that. So this one's a little bit stronger, but I think it's important in this devotion. I think it's important. Why? Because sometimes we go through battles and we say, God, what are you doing? What are you doing? And five years down the road, we're still going through it. We've not grown. Now, that can mean we're just not letting God teach us what he wants to teach us in the suffering. But it could also mean that we have things in our life that we know are wrong, we are unwilling to get right with God, unwilling to even acknowledge that we've been wrong in those situations, and through that we've just lost God's hand of blessing upon our life. We will not, he said earlier, we'll we'll have his hand, we'll have his blessing, right? We'll have his spirit. You don't have that in these other situations. So if you really want God's blessing, this is the time to sit down and say, God, what is it in my life? And maybe I've done search my heart and be willing to hear what He tells us, and then do and, and take the steps to th- deal with those things, and then you can enjoy God's hand of blessing back on your life. I know this is a little bit of a tougher thought, but it's a biblical thought. It's a needful thought, and frankly, if we get it right, it's one of the best thoughts that we can hear in our Christian journey. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for giving me a chance to be part of your day on this Friday, and I greatly appreciate the privilege to be able to teach the Word of God in any part of your day. And we really hope it's a help. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.